David Kerwin and his family live in Efrat. They are neighbors of the D family, who this week buried their mother and two sisters, Lucy, Maya, and Rina, who were murdered by terrorists during Pesach while they were traveling to the north of Israel for Passover vacation. I don't know David. Rabbi Friar Botson and Aaron Botson know David. Aaron, in fact, knows David from kindergarten, you said. That's a long time. And so when Rabbi Friar Botson saw a post that David posted on Facebook, she immediately shared it with me because it was relevant to what I was thinking about sharing this morning for Yisker. I'd like to share some of what he said with you. Every year before Passover, I get ready for the Seder. It seems that one theme seems to permeate my understanding of that special evening. This year, after listening to podcasts, reading texts, and studying with friends, the motif was clearly family. Rarely, he writes, have I felt more of that extended sense of family than over the last few days. We care about each other. We remain committed to each other and protect each other, even when we disagree, even when we live different lifestyles or in different locations. Of course, he continues, it's difficult to maintain a sense of family amongst a population of millions, which is why we constantly need to reinforce that consciousness via our religious rituals, laws, and customs. Passover and the Haggadah, for David as well as for all of us, are the religious ritual laws and customs, bar none, that reinforce the importance of family. The Haggadah's focus on family goes back to the biblical text itself. Out of all the stories in the Torah, only this, the story of Yitziat Mitzrayim, of our exodus from Egypt, are we commanded specifically to tell children, to pass on to the next generation. Vigaratalavincha, says the Torah, and you should explain to your child by Yom Hahu on that day, it is because of what Adonai did for me when I went forth from Egypt. The Pesach focus on family is pervasive. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs notes that the Haggadah begins with questions by the youngest child. It continues through a set of answers directed toward the child. It ends with boisterous songs introduced to sustain the interest of a child. So inescapable is the emphasis on family that one of the podcasts David listened to suggested that the Exodus story is not even the primary focus of the Haggadah. Instead, he writes, it's mostly about how to transmit the messages from parents to children and encouraging children to ask questions to parents. In other words, it's through, it's through the telling of the Exodus that we share our family stories and the lessons they contain with our children. The Haggadah is explicit about this notion. That's the essential meaning of the verse, Bechol dor vador, chayav adam lerot et ki ilu hu yatsa mimitzrayim. That in every generation, 
a person is obligated to view themselves as if they personally went forth from Egypt. In doing so, we transform, says Rab Nachman of Bratslev, the story of the exodus of, from Egypt from a past event to a current event, to every human being on every error in every year and even in every day. My friend Rabbi Daniel Brenner is the chief education is the chief of education at Moving Traditions. They're the people behind such innovative programs as Rosh Chodesh, it's a girl's thing. We use their coming of age and identity program for our B'nai Mitzvah program. In an article Daniel wrote about Passover and the transmission of family stories, he quotes Marshall Duke and Robin Fivish, two Emory University researchers who have studied storytelling and the power it holds within family systems. Through family stories, Duke observes, children develop a sense of what we call the multi-generational self and the personal strength and moral guidance that comes with that. When something challenging happens, he writes, they can call on that expanded, self, expanded sense of self and pull through. Fivish points out that it's not the specific facts that are important to impart upon the next generation, but rather it is the process of families sharing stories about their lives that are important. Pesach is the quintessential process of families sharing stories. Yisker is also about storytelling. That's why we're here. We come together as a community of mourners to recall the people and stories that have helped us to discover who we are. Yet we rarely share them with each other while we are here. So I want to ask you now to take a moment, take a moment, bring a memory, a story of your family, and someone who you are here to remember, bring that person, that story, to mind. And before you leave here today, share it with someone. And when you get home, share it with your extended family. That's what Yiskor is really about. I'll share one of my family stories with you. This is one I frequently tell at Passover. In fact, I, frequent, I tell it so much that each of my children can recite it verbatim. I tell it because it's one of my family's Exodus stories. My pop-up Ben, pop-up is how you know I'm from Philadelphia. My pop-up Ben was born in Russia and fled the pogroms in the early 1900s. He fled with his mother and one of his three brothers. And the story, as it was told to me, was that as they were crossing the Russian border, they had to hide in a cart filled with hay. And the Cossacks wanted to make sure that nobody was sneaking across the border. So they would take a pitchfork and they would thrust it into the hay to see who was there. Now, the story as it was told to me is, that's how my papa Ben got the scar just beneath his eye from the pitchfork that the Cossacks were thrusting into the hay. And somehow, miraculously, he bit his hand and in so doing was able to stay perfectly still that the Cossacks did not discover him, his mother, or his brother, and they were able to cross the border without incident.
Now, my pop-up was six years old when this happened. And I was probably six years old when this story was told to me. And whether or not it's true, and clearly there's some embellishment in this story, still, this was my pop-up's superhero story of Exodus. For me, it was no less important than the parting of the Sea of Reeds itself. A few months later, my pop-up Ben and his brother David and my great-grandmother arrived in Philadelphia. He grew up, started a small business, a gift and card store named for my mother and my aunt. He met my grandma Ada, started a family, was very active in his synagogue in Center City, Philadelphia, Beth Zion, Beth Hillel, uh, Beth Zion, Beth Israel, um, and he made a living, but was never really a wealthy man. But if you go to BZBI in Philadelphia and you go to the library, you'll see a plaque on the wall in which there's three dedications. There's the dedication to the person who gave the money to build the library. There's the dedication to the person who paid for the books. And there's the dedication to my papa, Ben, who told them which books to buy. In telling this story at Pesach, I've ensured that my family has not only heard, but socialized our family's exodus from a land of oppression and repression to freedom. I have no doubt that in some future time, may it be sooner than anybody else in my family wants, in some future time as I sit at my kids and God willing with my grandkids, at their Seder tables, I will listen to them telling this story because it's our story. It's our Pesach. And I pray that will help them to realize how fortunate they are so that they may learn to love and appreciate the gift of freedom and that they will learn to be resilient. If Papa Ben can come to a new country unable to speak the language with little to no education and make a life for himself, they too can overcome whatever hurdles life places in front of them. Like my Papa Ben, they can be resilient. We all have stories like this to tell. As Rabbi David Hartman writes in a comment found in the different night Haggadah, Judaism imposes a vital task on the parents to tell the children their people's story. Parents must aim at instilling memories that haunt the child an entire lifetime. Their bequest is the weight of generations. The weight of generations. That's the weight we bear this morning at Yisker. That's what Yisker is all about. What are the stories that you recall this day? Who are the storytellers that you remember? How will you ensure that these memories, these stories are passed on? And what are the life lessons that you learn from them and want to ensure that your children and grandchildren learn from them as well. Yiskor, it's time to remember.